Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> I'm back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's get into it today. Uh, I got. I know everybody's talking about Chris Cuomo. The CNN anchor, the brother of Andrew Cuomo, who is the governor of New York, son of Mario Cuomo, who was the former governor of New York. Uh, it's kind of interesting, man. She's families, right? Just in all walks of life. You, if you're in, you're in. You know what I mean? Hey, I was the governor. Can't my son be governor? Anyways, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, please do me a favor, rate the podcast five stars, subscribe if you haven't yet. That helps me out greatly. If you want to write a review, that takes an extra 20 seconds. I appreciate that. Uh, but the rating and the subscriptions, I guess, is the main thing. Um, before I get to the Chris Cuomo thing, I wanted to briefly... I was always really into, um, into all different types of music because... Listen to all sorts of stuff growing up. So I like all genres. I don't know if there's a genre of music. You know what genre I don't like? I don't like crazy heavy metal, I don't think. But there are some Metallica songs that I like. But I mean, I like country. I like rap. I like oldies. I, I, I listen to the Platters and Fats Domino and things like that when I was growing up. Uh, you know what I don't like? Soft jazz. I'm not really a big fan of. I'll never listen to that. I like classical. I like all that stuff. So anyways, opera. That's my point. Opera, Placido Domingo, one of the three tenors, if you guys remember. Uh, I remember listening to them with my dad in the car, you know, Caruso, Domingo, and Pavarotti. And so Placido Domingo, I saw, was accused of sexual assault, apparently by multiple women. Going, Some of the accusations go back as 30 years, and that's a very serious thing. Um, his response, though, was insane. When they asked him about it, he said, Innocent! 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 And they're like, geez. That's a weird statement. Would you like to, would you like to try again? And then he... <laughs> uh, so they asked him if he wanted to revise his statement. And then he said, I did not grow hurted. She wanted to touch my dick. She's lying. I'm honest, I swear. So I'll, I'll let you guys know what happens with that. <laughs> that is all totally true, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> all right. So uh, another quick thing I want to see a uh, story I wanted to tell. Um, story I wanted to tell. Uh, Mia Khalifa, who is a Middle Eastern pornography actress, that's how she's most well known. Uh, 
I actually have no idea who this. I had no idea who this is except my buddy um, was producing a show for Complex, and she was one of the anchors on the show. It was like a sports show, and he was telling me about it. And he was like, "Yeah, he goes Mia Khalifa is the like female host or female anchor, or whatever. Yeah, not anchor host." And um, I was like, oh, "I don't know." And I go, "Who's that?" And he's like, "She's really like popular." in porn or something so i guess she came out i'm not gonna read a story about anything but she came out and said that she only made twelve thousand dollars total in her three months in the porn industry and that's so the only reason i think it's interesting well besides the fact that these videos have so many hits and they just live on forever is i watched this documentary on uh on netflix what was it called uh oh no what was it called damn it rashida Jones was one of the producers. Oh, was it Hot Girls Wanted? That's what it was. Hot Girls Wanted. And it's all about how, you know, they get all these young girls and there's so much pornography now. There's all these different sites and everything. And these, you know, these girls think like, oh, I'm going to do this and make a lot of money or something. And it's said in that documentary, the average lifespan of your career in porn is three months. Isn't that insane? I mean, Mia Khalifa obviously apparently had the same, uh, you know, story happened to her, but three months. So they just get these, you know, girls who want to do this and they pay them, you know, whatever money. It's not like you're getting rich off it. And these videos just live on forever. Like what? I wonder what happens. You know what I mean? You have three months in your life where you choose to just have sex on camera constantly and they film all these different scenes, all these different videos. Three months. How many? How many different, you know, porns do you think you should, you can should uh, should do? What am I talking about? Would do in three months. That's what roughly ninety days. Say you work every other day. That's forty-five videos, right? And I'm sure you do multiple scenes in a day. Like I'm just trying to be conservative about it. Forty-five videos, and then that's three months of your life. You're 19 years old. And then you go on and, you know, you end up, oh, I got to get my life together. What do you do? You become a lawyer or a doctor or something. I'm not saying all of them become doctors and lawyers. I'm saying then you get a family and then some, like those videos are just out there forever. I don't think there's any way you can get them taken down. Probably have to pay a pretty penny. You know what I mean? Especially if it's a popular video. I don't know. I don't know how the porn thing works. But that is just crazy. I also wanted to do a joke about how... Porn videos should all start in the middle. Who, who's, do guys send porn videos to their buddies and go, hey, don't skip the beginning. <laughs> you got to get the context, man. <laughs> it's just, a, it's always just terrible acting. Girls are just like, they're, just, you know, it's like the weird, there's a lot of like incestuous titles on porn videos. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, stepsisters can't get along or something, and then they end up hooking up, obviously. Or, you know, my 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 stepsister. It's like a guy and his stepsister. Or, there's a lot of uh, my stepmom stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's a that's got to be a huge fetish because that's out there. I never had a stepmom. I don't know. Is that a thing? So, oh, anyways, I just think it's funny. It's like. She wants the top bunk. No, I want the top bunk. You know, and then they just get into some argument. And then some other crappy actor comes in, some mom, and she's like, Listen, no one gets the top bunk today. You both have to share the bottom bunk. And then they're like, Oh, I'm angry. But then they're cuddling and they just start hooking up or something. 
something like that. I don't know. It's always, it's always something like that. All right. So, uh, Let's get this Chris Cuomo thing. So Chris Cuomo, the anchor from CNN, somebody confronted him in public and they were filming it. And uh, I don't think people should confront people in public like that, especially in Chris Cuomo, I guess, was with, was with his daughter, who's nine. So that's not cool. But so that guy confronted him. But and that guy's a dipshit. But the way Chris Cuomo handled it is what has everybody talking. And I know I'm a day late to this. I did not have time yesterday uh, to put anything out. So I have a transcript of this whole thing. The video is pretty funny. Oh, what is this? What happened to my, oh no, reload this page. I had my transcript all ready to go. Um, so I'm gonna read you guys the transcript. The video, you've probably seen it, uh, but it's just, He's, Chris Cuomo was over the top, man. It's too much, right? So the guy called him Fredo, which is a reference to the movie The Godfather. Fredo is the weak younger brother. And so it's like a, a, you know, a joke about the fact that his brother's, you know, the, not, like the smarter one or the stronger one. And he's the, he's the shitty brother type of thing, right? So anyways, the guy calls him Fredo. And then... Uh, the unidentified man says, I thought that's who you were, Chris Cuomo. No, punk ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. So I always like these people who pretend on TV that they have no ego about stuff. And then he's like, you know who I am, right? He goes, Fredo's from The Godfather. He was that weak brother. And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? So the mother guy said, I got a or the guy said, I got a little bit Italian. Cuomo, are you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. <laughs> it's like, it's a movie reference, right? This gets even funnier. An identified man too. I didn't know that. Cuomo, it's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Is that a cool fucking thing? Dude, this whole everything is like the N-word. I mean, that's got to annoy. It annoys me. That has to annoy black people, right? The N-word is a thing. Everybody doesn't have their version of the N-word. Like, I'm Jewish. You know, there's a word starts with the K uh, that people use for us, um, you know, and even for Italians, Fredo's definitely not even the closest thing to that. You know, there's, uh, you know, W.O.P. without papers. People use that word because uh, it's when uh, Italian immigrants came to the United States. They didn't have papers or whatever. So people call them that like that word. I mean, it's not really used anymore, but I mean, I don't know if anyone really had ever I didn't grow up around people using that word, but yeah, I know that word. You know what I mean? There's like words for, uh, there's the G word for Koreans. There's the C word for, you know, Chinese people and stuff. So, uh, like the, it's just like, but the N word has so much in America has so much more historical context behind it for him to say that is why does everyone have to be like, Oh man, it's crazy. I got my own N word. It's like, no, you don't. That is. And that's definitely not it. <laughs> So it's like this weird thing where everybody, even a guy as successful as Chris Cuomo, you know what I mean? He's like good looking dude. He's rich. He grew up going to like prep schools and shit. And he's got to be like, I'm a victim, man. Like that's like the, someone calls you Fredo. And that's the, you know what I mean? I feel like if someone said, hey, you Italian piece of shit or something, that would be way worse than calling somebody Fredo. Fredo is just saying like, you're the dumb brother. You're the weak brother, right? Uh, everybody knows that reference. 
You can call somebody who's not Italian that it is. I don't know. So uh, then the man once says, you're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. By the way, if you haven't seen this video, you guys see the video because Chris Cuomo was very heated during it. And this guy, this guy doing this, coming up to him, is a dipshit. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to get a rise out of him and he's clearly lying. Like, oh, I thought your name was Fredo. Like he didn't think his name was Fredo. Um, then this is where it gets good. Cuomo, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If, if you got something to say about what I do on television, then say it. Don't be uh, inaudible and call me a fucking insult. Man one, listen, Cuomo, what, what, man one, I don't want any problems, Cuomo, yeah, but you're going to have a big fucking problem, man one, what's the problem, Cuomo, it's a little different on TV, don't fucking insult me like that, man one, I didn't insult you, Cuomo, what the fuck, you called me Fredo, it's like I call you punk bitch, you like that, you want that to be your nickname, so here's, I'm going to pause here for a second, the guy coming up to him is an asshole, but Chris Cuomo is clearly escalating this whole thing. He could just be like, ah, oh, whatever, dude, you're lame. Walk away. You know what I mean? Take his daughter and be like, ah, oh, this guy stinks. You know, whatever. Let's get out of here. But instead, he's, he's trying to be like Mr. Huge Tough Guy, and he's calling the guy like a punk bitch and all this stuff. Like, he's, he's the one trying to escalate it. You know what I mean? So this is where it gets funny to me. The man won. I didn't call you that. Cuomo, you called me Fredo. You know my name's not fucking Fredo. Man one, I thought that that's what your name was. Cuomo, you did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. Man one, I thought your name was Cuomo. You want to be a man? Stand up like a man. Man one, I'm standing up, man. Cuomo, you want to be a man? I'm here. Man, man one, yeah, I'm here. Cuomo, then fucking own it. Then own what you said. Man one, listen, man. And then he takes off his glasses. Cuomo, then fucking own it. Then own what you said. Man one, I don't have a problem with you, man. Cuomo, you're going to have a fucking problem. This is, this is so hilarious to me because Chris Cuomo is the celebrity. He is the one that has more to lose. And he's the one trying to escalate it. Like, this guy is a total jerk for starting it. But it's like, get over it, dude. The guy yelled Fredo. Just be like, ah, cool, dude. Whatever, you're lame. Oh, you're trying to film this? That's funny. Walk away. And then that other guy just looks totally like an idiot. So, man one, I don't have a problem with you, man. Cuomo, you're going to have a fucking problem. Man one, what? What are you going to do about it? Cuomo, I'll fucking ruin your shit. <laughs> I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Man one, please do. Cuomo, why? So you can fucking sue? That's my favorite part. Chris Cuomo is the guy trying to escalate it, right? He's the one trying to make it more of a thing. And then he's like, I'll throw you down the stairs. I'll throw you down the stairs like a fucking punk. He brought up throwing him down the stairs and everything, right? Like, he brought up fighting. He brought up, you know, I'll end your shit. And then the guy goes, oh, please do. And he's like, oh, why? So you could sue? What are you trying to get me to do it? So you could sue? It's like, dude, you brought it up. <laughs> you brought up the fight. You brought up the throwing down the stairs. I called you Fredo. Okay, I'm a, you know, I'm an ass. But, like, you're the one bringing up physical confrontation. You, you're bringing up combat. And then when I say, okay, go for it, you know, he's like, oh, so you want you, oh, so you can sue me? It's like, what, are you tough or not, dude? It's like, so it's, Chris Cuomo is pretending to be some tough guy who wants to fight, but he clearly doesn't want to fight because he is smart enough to realize if he fights, he's the one that's going to get sued. And you know what I mean? And like, especially if he initiates it, which he's initially initiating it verbally about fighting. So he goes, why? So you can fucking sue. Man. You, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Cuomo, so you can fucking sue? So he says it again. Man one, but why don't you do that then? So now the guy's kind of like playing into the thing that Chris Cuomo brought up. Cuomo, then take a fucking swing. 
<laughs> you want to call me Fredo, then take a fucking swing. Man one, I'm not going to take a swing at you. It's like, dude, I'm not talking about fighting. You're talking about fighting and talking about me wanting to fight, even though you brought it up so I can sue you. But you're bringing all this stuff up. And then another guy, I guess, uh, put his hands up or did something. And then Cuomo said, watch your fucking hands. Cuomo, take a swing. No, no. Come on, boy. You want to call me shit? Call me shit then. I'm right fucking here. Dude, this is insane. This is a, such an over-the-top reaction. Hey, Fredo. Oh, what the fuck, bro? Fuck you. I'll fucking end your shit, punk bitch, motherfucker. Fuck you. It's like, what is... This is like the douchey white guys I grew up around who were always just like, say it to my fucking face, bro. And they were already in each other's faces. Say it to my face, bro. Say it to my face. Come on. Oh, you fuck. Do something, bro. That's every all these idiots. Do something. You do something. You do something. That's what Chris Cuomo's doing, but like the other guy's not doing it back. Uh, take a swing. You want to call me shit? Call me shit. I'm right fucking here. Man one. I'm not doing anything. Cuomo. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Why is Chris Cuomo talking like this in front of his nine-year-old daughter? That's what I don't understand. You know what I mean? I have a daughter. If some guy just called me Fredo or called me, I'm Jewish. What do they called me? Uh, let's say I was famous. And they said, hey, hey, what's up, rabbi? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, what's up, Woody Allen? Hey, Larry David. Like, I don't know what they would yell at me that has some movie reference. Hey, look, it's Adam Sandler. I don't know. Um, I'd be like, okay, cool, bud. Like, you, you suck. Whatever, bye. So Cuomo in front of his daughter is all fucking record shit, record shit. Unidentified man number three. Chris, stop. <laughs> it's like everybody's just like, dude, chill. Cuomo, you didn't know what you were doing when you called me Fredo. Man one, I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. Unidentified man four, break it up. Cuomo, you didn't know what you were saying. Oh, you didn't know what you were saying? Question mark. Man one, I thought it was his name. Cuomo, you thought my name was fucking Fredo? So there you go. That's the video. That's uh, the transcript. I wanted to get every line perfect. I don't, you know, I'm not going to splice in the video and everything. And I'm sure you guys have seen it. If you haven't, you could check it out. But uh, so, okay. So there's that, right? And then um, people with, yeah, I'll, I'll get to this in a second. But the whole, this is our N-word type of thing. People say that about, you know, the word midget for dwarves. You're supposed to call dwarves little people, which, I mean, I think that kind of sounds kind of bad to little pe little person you're hey you're a little person like you know what i mean you don't go up to fat people and go oh you're a fat person or you know you're a skinny person so i think it's kind of weird to just use an adjective to describe what they look like in the proper way to address them but anyways i do a whole bit about because i have a buddy who's a dwarf and uh i tell this whole story but to get into the story i talk about how you know you're not supposed to say the word midget they say or whatever and some, some of them say it's like the N-word for them. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you weren't slaves in this country. It's not the same thing, okay? And uh, so I looked up the origin of the word. I'm like, why is dwarf okay and midget's not? And by the way, I asked my dwarf friend, I go, why is midget bad and dwarf isn't? And he, and he literally goes, I don't know. It's something the older midgets told me. So there you go for that. Um Anyway, so I'm not going to like do my bit or anything, but midget comes from an old English term that means tiny fly, which is, I get it, it's offensive, it's a fly, not a human being. Dwarf comes from an old Germanic saying that means small man-like creature who lives underground and works with metal. So there you go. That's the better one, apparently. So anyways, 
So Chris Cuomo thinks Fredo is like the N-word for Italians. And I guess it's just him and then his network CNN backed him up on this. So I guess it's just them who think this. Because all these Italian uh, prominent Italians came out and they're like, nope, not a thing. Um, so here's the funniest part, okay? Uh, where is it? All these pop-up ads on these things are just annoying me. Um, where is it? Oh, Chris Cuomo once referred to himself as Fredo in a radio interview. Wow, that's interesting. So he's calling himself the N-word in a radio interview. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, who was captured on a viral video getting into a profanity-laced exchange with a person who called him Fredo, once referred to himself as the hapless, the godfather character in a radio interview. Cuomo was interviewed by Curtis Sliwa on... AM 970 radio in January 2010 about whether his brother Andrew might seek the Democratic nomination for governor. Sliwa said he dubbed the Cuomo family La Cuomo Nostra. So that's already like a mob reference, which apparently Cuomo was okay with. That's another Italian stereotype. Oh, they're all in the mob or whatever. There's a quote. There's a, there is a group of people, politicos, who always hint they might run, but not necessarily plunge all the way. And they are members of La Cuomo. And then uh, Chris Cuomo responded, who am I then, Fredo? Cuomo asked in response. Sliwa, yes, exactly. So you better be careful that your brother Andrew doesn't kiss you on both cheeks and then all of a sudden they take you out on the middle of the lake and where's Chris? And then Chris Cuomo responded, he kisses me plenty because he's a great brother. Interesting how he didn't respond to that guy. You fucking call me Fredo, bro? <laughs> what? You call, dude, you know that's the N-word for Italians? Like, he, obviously that guy didn't call him Fredo, but I mean, he, he brought it up. And the guy said, yeah, exactly. But... Why is there no angry, visceral, you know, emotional, organic reaction to that? How come you wouldn't be like, look, man, maybe you're trying to be funny, but I don't, I think you should know, Fredo, that's the N-word for Italians. <laughs> then the guy would be like, oh, really? It doesn't say that anywhere. So I think if you Google it and the internet's like, never heard of that, <laughs> probably not a thing, you know, I don't know. Uh... Then Cuomo said, Fredo's from The Godfather. He was a weak brother. And the use of it to an Italian is disparaging, Cuomo tells him in the video. Oh, so he did bring it up. The man then tells Cuomo that he thought that was his... Oh, this is about the video. Oh, I'm sorry. So he didn't bring it up. Um, oh, I skipped a paragraph. A video that went prime Oh, so he didn't bring it up to the radio guy like I thought. So there we go. And there's also a clip of uh, Ana Navarro on CNN, who's a contributor. And she called... Um, one of Trump's kids, Fredo, I think, Don, was it Don Jr.? Or maybe Eric? I don't know. Anyways, so she, on Chris Cuomo's show, called him Fredo. Chris Cuomo never stepped in and said, hey, that's kind of like the N-word for people. Even though I know he's not Italian, you still shouldn't say it. And, like, think about it. Trump, they're, they're not Italian, right? So even her saying it, though, like, what if I was on TV and I called somebody who's not black the N-word? Oh, my God, would that be horrible? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that person's a... People would be like, geez, you're gone. <laughs> You'll never be back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Anna Navarro says, what Chris Cuomo said is the N-word for Italians, and he could care less. So, um, yeah, the guy's full of shit. It doesn't mean the guy that came up to him is not a total loser, uh, but ev everybody just sucks. Um, let me see. Mix oh, th this is what I thought was funny, too. Uh, they had this article about some celebrity reactions to the Chris Cuomo thing. And uh, Alec Baldwin tweeted, my best wishes to at Chris Cuomo, nothing the Trumpers hate more than a clear-headed progressive who has no fear. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> the thing that's funny about that to me is Chris Cuomo pretends that he's just a journalist. And he has no bias. And he's always like, oh, I just call the shots the way I see him here. And even Alec Baldwin, who's a guy who's politically very left, Alec Baldwin just says it out loud. Like, yeah, a, a clear-headed progressive who has no fear. There you go. Progressive is like a term people use for somebody on the left. So there you go, Chris Cuomo. Everybody knows you're on the left. Even people on the left know you're on the left. No one thinks you're like right down the middle. All these people pretending. I don't mind commentators who are like, hey, I'm far right or I'm far left. That's fine. The people that pretend they're not and they're cle they clearly are, everyone has their bias, right? But I mean, you know, Rachel Maddow's not hiding the ball. Rachel Maddow's like far on the left. And Sean Hannity, that guy, like, that guy's always like, I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative. Like, it's, it's obvious he's a conservative. You can disagree with them. Uh, you know, either side, but the people that are just lying and pretending like, hey, I'm just calling it the way I see it. I'm just giving you the news. I'm not selectively choosing my stories that are based on my own political bias, and they totally are. That's what annoys people, I think. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you if you are on one side or the other, but when you lie about it, that rubs people the wrong way. So I'm not going to go through all the... Oh, I will say this, though. Um... Megan McCain said, she brought up a point about, however you feel about Chris Cuomo's behavior today, there's not one woman in all of media who could be filmed in public on an obscenity-filled tirade and would be supported by their network and public the way he is right now. Men get to be tough and swear women are, quote, unhinged. Gotta kind of agree with that. You know what I mean? I feel like a woman would be treated differently in that situation. Um, and... Yeah, but I think I think Chris Cuomo should be treated like he reacted like an asshole. You know what I mean? Because I just read you guys the transcript, and you can watch the video. Just because someone's lame doesn't mean you escalate it to that extent. You know what I mean? And obviously, the video is what it is. We didn't see everything that happened before. So, you know, maybe we don't have the 100% context, but... Uh, we did see what was happening during the video, and the guy was calmly being like, I don't have a problem with you, man. Like, oh, I'm not going to take a swing at you. And Chris Cuomo's daring him to take a swing at him. Chris Cuomo wants that guy to like hit first, by the way, because then if he's just defending himself, if he you know fights back, right? Chris Cuomo, by the way, looks like he's in good shape. I don't know if the guy's on steroids <laughs> with that attitude problem, but he does look like he's in really good shape. So uh, maybe beat that guy's ass, but it's like, weird that, that he's the one trying to escalate it and then bringing up oh yeah i'm gonna hit you i'm gonna wreck your shit i'm gonna push you down the stairs the guy's like oh yeah do that and he's like oh yeah you want me to don't you so you could sue me and then he just goes back to saying i'll wreck his shit so the fact that chris cuomo i agree with megan mccain but i also think everybody should be like yo chris cuomo is fucking lame as shit <laughs> for reacting like that just be like you suck dude if you wanted to flip him off who cares you know what i mean that guy sucks so just let him suck and just go on your merry way. Don't try and escalate the fight. Um, all right. So I think we're pretty much done with that story. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. This is a kind of a funny thing. Let's just move on to this. Uh, person accidentally texts Missouri police officer about getting high and the cop's response is epic. This is pretty funny. Just a funny thing. A Missouri police officer is being praised for his humor and wit after he provided the ultimate response to someone who accidentally texted him about getting high recently. On Friday, the Winfield Police Department in Missouri shared a hilarious text exchange on Facebook between one of their officers and a person who believed they were texting the girl who they previously got high with. After the person continuously insisted they had 
the, the right number. The officer hilariously decided to prove that he was not the girl they were looking for by sending them a selfie complete with his uniform and badge. The unidentified person began the conversation around 5 p.m. on Friday by asking the girl if she'd like to go out later that evening. Hey, would you like to go to the game tonight? It won't cost you free hot dog and soda, the message read. <laughs> is that how people... I wonder how old this person is. Um, in response to the invitation, the officer wrote, I would love to go to the game tonight. Sadly, I think you have the wrong number. Sad face. So the cop is not trying to bait him. He's letting him know right away you have the wrong number. Then the, the guy writes, no, I don't. We went to the game together. And then the cop says, what game did we go to? Then the person says, with Shari and Diana. We got high together, girl. <laughs> Get dressed and I will pick you up. In the truck, remember? Why does this person not get it? And then that's when the, the cop sent the... Provided ultimate response, the cop then sent the badge displaying selfie and wrote, pretty sure we didn't get high together, but made sure to offer a smile with his hilarious photo. So the cop's just being funny, like, you know, not saying, I'm going to come arrest you. So when his photo was met with silence, the guy did not respond. The officer decided to poke fun at the person by sending two more sarcastic messages. Quote, are you still going to come pick me up for the game, though? He wrote before jokingly adding, I was really looking forward to going to the game. The person finally did respond, but was clearly not interested in getting high with a cop. Wrong number, the person responded. Refusing to let the hilarious exchange end on that note, the officer teased, I tried to tell you that, but no, I don't know what I'm talking about. Again, the person shut down the cop and ended their conversation by writing, you can stop and adding a red stop sign emoji. That's so funny to me that people, it's like, dude, just be like, I would have been like, ha ha, my bad, sorry officer, you know, say something like that. But this guy, there's just like no respect. He's just like, he just goes, hey man, you can stop now, okay? Not cool, dude. I'm just trying to get high with this girl in my truck at the game with a soda and a hot dog. And you're making me feel weird. Along with the screenshots, the Winfield Police Department jokingly wrote on Facebook, we were invited to go to a baseball game tonight. Unfortunately, we don't think they're going to pick us up. The hilarious exchange earned the WPD praise for many, praise from many who applauded the cop for his humorous and quick-witted text messages. Oh my God, this is just way too funny, wrote one user, while another added, best laugh I had all day, thanks, Winfield PD. Uh, okay, whatever. Other, others offered to take the officer out to make up for the invitation he missed out on and argued that he should have sent the address to the police station instead of his photo. That would have been really funny. Um, so there you go. That's a, that's a fun story. You know what I mean? You have the wrong number. How's this guy, how do you text the wrong number? Wouldn't he have just saved that girl's number? You know, I don't really get that because unless he saved her number incorrectly, but then did they ever text? This is the first time they've ever texted. Maybe it's the first time they ever texted. Maybe he put her number. Yeah. He must've put her number in wrong. And then it was his cop and then he texted. Uh, okay. Let's see. I think this is a interesting one. Lone passenger on Delta flight chronicles private jet experience. It's pretty cool of Delta not to cancel this flight. There was only one passenger. A New York man who caught a flight from Colorado to Utah chronicled his experience on video when he turned out to be the only passenger on a plane. I have been on some planes where there's very few people, and that's always fun because it's so rare because usually flights are packed. But I've never been the only person. You ever been the only person in a movie theater? That's kind of cool, too. You just feel like you're rich. Like you just rented out the whole theater. I would like to watch the film now. Um, Vincent Pioni. Vincent Pioni. Hey, Fredo. Oh, hey. Oh, oh, hey. We're calling a guy Fredo. <laughs> Vincent Pioni said his flight last week from Aspen to Salt Lake City was rescheduled. And when he arrived, he discovered he was the only passenger on the plane. 
The, the Delta Airlines pilot referred to Peony's flight as a private jet. Delta tweeted that Peony's flight looked like an awesome experience. Oh, that pretty, that's pretty much it. Okay, whatever. I was just surprised they didn't cancel that flight. I guess maybe there's a rule that they can't, but you'd think an airline would just make up an excuse so they didn't have to just eat it on that. That's definitely a loss for them to just take one guy on a plane. You have to fuel it up and everything. You have to pay the employees. That does not sound... Not sound good at all. I'm kind of disappointed that I thought flight attendants made better money than they make, but I have a couple that I know, and apparently they don't make good money. They get really good perks because they get to fly everywhere and stuff, but man, I felt like that was a better job than it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they stay a while, and I don't know. It'd be interesting flying all the time, and you have to, I don't know. Some, some flight attendants are, let's talk about this, some are super nice and some are not, right? Some flight attendants are super cool and chill and they'll joke around with you and some are just kind of bitchy. I'm talking about the male and female ones, just to have attitude. I hate it when they hit me, you know what I mean? They'll hit me and it's not even my fault, like I'm not even out into the aisle and then they just don't even say sorry. Those flight attendants suck. Um, all right. This is the last last one. Long overdue, five library books returned a few decades late. One of the most appealing aspects of using a public library is being able to borrow books for free, provided they are returned by the stipulated due date. Recently, some libraries have detailed the cases of patrons who failed to meet the deadline and the books that were returned decades overdue. Here we go. Number one, 45 years. Midget motoring and carting. Midget motoring and carting. Whoa, should that be called... Is that midget motoring? Is this about dwarves or is this about just little autos, little automobiles? The Sunnyvale Public Library in California said Robert Samaduroff checked out a book called Midget Motoring and Carding in 1974 and he ended up returning the tome in person 45 years later. Tome. Uh, Samaduroff told librarians he intended to learn how to build his own vehicle from the book before he was old enough to get a driver's license, but he never got around to pursuing the hobby. He voluntarily paid the library's maximum overdue fine, $10. Wow. I hope it was the same librarian. I've been waiting. Midget motoring and carting is back. I can die now. <laughs> Just passes out on the table. Dead. Maximum overdue fine of 10 bucks. Jeez. What if you haggled about that? Look, look. It was 45 years late. I think I give you eight bucks. We call it a day. <laughs> Maximum overdue fine. What if it just kept going up and up? They're like, you owe us $4,387.22. He's like, all right, I'm just going to keep it. And they're like, okay, fuck. <laughs> Security? <laughs> Tackle them. Number two, 49 years. Great moments in chess. Wow, 49 years late. I bet there's been some greater moments in chess since or some that aren't in the book. The Greater Sudbury Public Library in Ontario said a copy of Great Moments in Chess was returned in the Dropbox in May with an apologetic note from a man named Larry scrawled on the sign-out card, which had last been stamped in 1970. Oh, the library patron, Larry Corrigan, later told librarians the book had accidentally ended up coming with him when his family moved to Nova Scotia. He said he wanted to make sure the book was returned because his late father, Cecil Corrigan, was a big fan of public libraries. Wow, 1970. Number three, 51 years. Uh, is this even interesting anymore? The Flint Public Library in Michigan said a copy of Life of Charles Dickens by John Forster was checked out in 1968 and returned earlier this year, 51 years after its due date. 
Librarian said the book was brought in by a woman who explained the tome was found while going through a family member's old possessions. Well, at least Charles Dickens' life didn't keep going after that, right? So nothing new there. Okay, whatever. We get it. The Family Book of Verse, 53 years. 82 years! Is that the last one? Okay, I'll just read the last one. 82 years. The White Owl. The Donegal County Library in Letterkenny, Ireland. Letterkenny, Ireland. <laughs> what a great name of a town in Ireland. The Donegal County Library in Letterkenny, Ireland said librarians were stunned when a copy of The White Owl by Annie M.P. Smithson was returned recently, 82 years after the list due date. Family members said they found the book while clearing out a deceased relative's house. Ireland abolished public library fines in January 2019, but officials estimate the book would have racked up about $1,428 in late fees. See, that's what I'm talking about, Ireland. There you go. They abolished it in January 2019. That's so funny. Did this person wait until that the, the library fine fees were abolished? Why would you abolish those? Everyone's just on the honor system now. Here you go. Here's the book. Please, please, <laughs> please bring it back. Come on, we're going to be out of books if you don't bring it back. $1,428, please. No? All right. Don't call an Italian Fredo. Do you know that? Yeah? <laughs> it's quite the slur. It's like the N-word. All right. Better late than never took 82 years. Nearly 82 years. But the book, The White Owl. This book looks familiar. I wonder if I read that. All right, anyways, there you go, guys. We got something out. Now I gotta edit because my dog was barking when I was reading the transcript of the Chris Cuomo thing. So uh, anyways, please rate the podcast five stars. Totally means the world to me. All right, bye. Thank you for the time to my daddy.